High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. of High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years with a lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and I'm still here at San Emilio Island enjoying my summer. Hope you're enjoying your summer as well. It's been a really, really fun summer. A safe summer, but a fun, fun summer. And today we're going to continue that fun because we are talking Twilight, Twilight Forever, Eclipse. Kate Hudson is here, or will be here via Zoom. Joe, too, will be here via Zoom. It's going to be so much fun. If you're not familiar with this series, you're in for a treat. Even if you're like, oh, I don't like Twilight. It's too girly. No, 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 no. Even if you don't like Twilight, this is fun. And if you do like Twilight, it's extra fun. I promise you, Eclipse is a great place to start in a weird way. I don't know why, but, well, I kind of explained why on this episode. Spoiler alert. It's just so weird and so beautiful and so awesome. I can't really describe it. One thing, though, I have to put a disclaimer. We had so much fun. We talked for so long, and I know you've heard this before, but decided to split this episode in two. So we'll get one today and one tomorrow. So that's your unofficial homework. Watch Eclipse in the meantime. But until then, enjoy this. Of course, we're not going to get right to the episode because there's things I want to talk about. And that's, of course, to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. While you're there, please give us a five-star rating or a positive review. Also, a great way to spread the word about High School Slumber Party and the endless summer we're having is by telling a friend about High School Slumber Party. Great idea. Helps me, helps you, helps everyone. It's a great gift for birthdays. Maybe at a Labor Day barbecue, you want to mention it. High School Slumber Party. You could find us anywhere you get your podcast. Also, class participation is a huge part of your grade. I love the participating these days. Even got a Twilight participation note. I think it was today, yeah. Someone on Facebook, I'll look it up right now. Someone on Facebook, John Lazar. If I'm saying your name wrong, I apologize. I doubt it's pronounced Laser. But if it is, that's pretty cool too. Just gave some props and compliments to the Twilight Forever series, said it was funny and informative, and it is. I'm sorry, not to toot our horn. Kate Hudson's great. Joe, too. He's been a great guest this year. It's great, great, great. But that's not the only other things we do on High School Slumber Party. We have a lot of fun here. Friday, that was an awesome episode. Check that out on the archive at cageclub.me. It's cageclub.me. The episode was on Caddyshack. Kyle Reinfried, my roommate this summer 
on San Emilio Island, USA. My beach buddy. He was on that episode. What do you say? Caddyshack's not a teen film? Watch it again. You'll see. It's a teen film. But you don't have to take my word for it. Well, you do. So listen to that episode wherever you get your podcast. Kyle was great. And we had a little surprise from Christian Larson. He popped in on the coconut phone. He told us a little bit about Caddyshack, but also talked about Yacht Rock. I've been playing a lot of Yacht Rock tunes this summer by the pool, by the beach. It works out well. It's so fun. It's so mellow. But if you don't know what Yacht Rock is, check out that episode. Christian Larson gives us a good tutorial of what is and what isn't Yacht Rock. Like the song I played opening this episode, Robbie Dupree. One of those Yacht Rock one-hit wonders. Steal away. Steal away into the night. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm a little punchy, aren't I? Anyway, why don't we get to this episode? Put on your bathing suit. Bring over your tropical drink. Because we're about to get our summer party on. And summer's almost over. We're hitting our senior year soon. Senior year. Oh my god. But let's take it away with a song off the Twilight soundtrack. The Twilight Eclipse soundtrack, I should say. I don't know. I'm just going to put it in YouTube and see. I feel like we have to go with the classic, the classic Twilight band muse. The song is Neutron Star Collision. See you on the other side of the pool. I was So just a disclaimer, Joe, you and I are on video because we decided to do the video thing. Kate, I didn't expect you to come on video. Oh, yeah, uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day, but maybe not in the sunlight. Maybe you don't want to see, you don't want us to see you sparkle. I don't know. <laughs> definitely not sparkling this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and just a little uh, disclaimer, because I feel like I have to. I went to a 70s party last weekend, so I do have a mustache. I'm growing my hair back, my beard back, but I was going to just like trim the mustache with beard length. Then I watched this movie and I'm like, you know what? Charlie's mustache is pretty badass. It is. It definitely is. Charlie's like the best character in this whole movie too. Charlie's one of my heroes. Excuse you. (laughs) This is Rosalie's fucking crazy time to shine. It's very weird. We'll get into all of it. But of course, today we are talking Eclipse on our second life here of twilight forever it's been a while since we've talked a twilight movie we talked uh what did we talk that that taylor lautner one abduction yeah i forgot was it called abduction yeah yes it was was. yes it was and kate you and i talked a bunch this summer on the disappointment that was fear street which by the way it's hilarious like those were like my most listened to episodes in a long time (laughs) really 
they progressively got less listens because I'm sure like people who are really excited about the movie and just your disappointment with with the Fear Street series, I think it turned them off. I mean, I don't just think I know. I got I got messages and stuff. So. <laughs> People, I mean, people were like not upset with you, but like there are people who loved Fear Street over the summer. So you did not. So it is what it is. But you're a Fear Street purist. You have every right to not love it. It was hardly Fear Street. No, tell those people I'm gonna fucking fight them. Give me a list. <laughs> I'll give you all the ats later. But of course, we're back in the Twilight universe. The Twiverse. Is there a name for it? I don't, I don't think know. so. Twilight. <laughs> we're back. We're in back. In the sun. We're back in the, in the twilight, in the sun. And guys, if you're listening for the first time and you're trying to listen for cool twilight facts or original opinion, listen to our first lap last year when Kate and I did it. This, of course, is our second watch here, our first rewatch, if you will. Another disclaimer, make sure you, well, not make sure, you, you do whatever you want, but we watched the extended edition, but trust me. There's not that much more in the extended edition. Um, no chocolate candles. No chocolate candles, no chinchilla stuff, right? Like, there's a couple scenes here or there. It's mostly, like, extended scenes and different shots. No golden nuggets like in the first one. I guess I guess you guys should introduce yourselves. I don't know. I feel like people should know by now, but feel free to introduce yourselves any way you want. Uh, Joe 2, the Pittsburgh Central Catholic. We are the Vikings. Roll Vikes. Yeah, that was it. Roll Vikes, yeah. Uh, Kate Hudson, Anchorage, Alaska. We were the T-Birds. And if you guys don't like this episode, my mentions are open and I'm ready to fight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at her. Yeah. Yeah. I am trained in the ancient art of jujitsu and slapping. (laughs) We, of course, uh, love to record these on weekend mornings. So these is kind of like hangover club. I'm pretty good, though. I've been making Moscow mules in preparation. I was drinking last night, but like I was telling you guys, like we drank a ton. We stayed up late. We watched this pretty, pretty drunk, but I, I was feeling good this morning. Like I'm feeling spry. I've already been to the liquor store, got mimosa things, <laughs> made a mimosa. Like I'm feeling great. I hate you. <laughs> and Kate, you are uh, admittedly in the worst shape of all of us. So we'll try to, <laughs> we'll try to carry you in the, this episode. You carried me plenty for Twilight. Episode, to cover her so. scent. To cover her scent. Yes, the, we'll, try to, <laughs> we'll try to cover your scent. By carrying her. I took a shower last night. Like I'm sure like 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> and I blow dried my hair like a goddamn idiot. <laughs> what? What? Kate has her own rules and her own code of conduct. I think normal Kate has her own rules and own I know. But oddly they don't really match like match up. They don't align. They your don't. goals don't align with your goals, ironically. Um <laughs> We obviously don't share our private Twitter thread, so I'm not gonna share that. But not only did I uh wake up to messages from Rachel about your Twilight viewing Joe, Kate, you messaged us too about um, you took a picture of yourself watching Twilight twice and highlighted. Did I? <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but hell, I absolutely well, not. Not, not, sorry, I not, don't. not of yourself. You took a picture of your living room. To be clear, like no, that's the second living room, the secret living room. Apologies. <laughs> that's <laughs> why I did it. Oh, okay, in that oh. case, <laughs> the secret no. living room. Okay, I understand my drunk logic here. There were three different Twilight things in that picture. That's why I did it. Oh, I see them. Yeah. <laughs> 
there's like the, the amazing picture of this lady uh, who I love. She canceled her Twilight shop on Etsy. It's a picture of Edward and Bella doing it in the water. It's my favorite <laughs> fucking thing in the world. You you are a fan. We are all fans now. I think people <laughs> ironically, or maybe non-ironically, they, they think we're just here to shit on Twilight. We are to an extent, but we enjoy this. This is fun. I've been looking it's, forward to this. Honestly, you know, I've watched them like once in one sitting. This... Eclipse might be my favorite Twilight. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's fantastic. It's just so much Bella cucking everyone <laughs> the entire time that I find it very enjoyable. Like the shittiest decision she can do in front of another man that likes her, she does every 100% of the time. Yep. I don't know if it's my favorite, but I decided like if I was going to just throw someone in to the series Cold Turkey and not try to spoil anything it would be to watch this film because it's just, this is the middle film, right? The middle film of the five. Yeah. Which normally isn't what you would do. You wouldn't just start them just like in the fucking middle. <laughs> but it, it has a lot of the, some of the wackiness that we're going to get later on. Yep. And a little less of like the building blocks we get in the earlier ones. This is pure, we're in it. There's werewolves, there's vampires. Like, I, again, I would just love to just for someone just to watch this one. We got to do that so, experiment one of those so, years. I did. I, that's what I was just about to tell you. That like my sister and her boyfriend are visiting, and he's never seen any of the Twilights, and we made him watch this last night. Oh, did he His like reaction, it? He was in it. I mean, like <laughs> Rachel was giving lots of good breakdowns in the background. Little little Kate vibes going on there. She was like, you know, Bella Edward of whatever, whatever, explaining all the like history and backstory. History. But, like, they only have a year's worth of fucking history. Look, it, she has to leave at four o'clock. Relax, Kate. I have to be home by four. Um, but yes, they. But he has lifetimes of virginity that he needs to convey to her in this movie. So they might have only been together for a year, but you know he's one hundred and three. Edward masturbates. Okay, I, don't know. <laughs> okay, I literally, I was... sorry, I was listening to one of the previous episodes to so remember <laughs> just for some stuff, and you've asked this question three times <laughs> <laughs> on our recording, so it's clearly your most perplexing Twilight because, question. Well, because I, I, I'm really obsessed with the fact he's a virgin, and he's been a virgin for a hundred years, and in the books, like, Stephanie Mars, like, no, everyone else is boning all night. So, like, that has to drive you crazy. But also, if he can read minds and he's masturbating, does, like, I just, so many questions. And how does he masturbate? I don't think he does. With I his don't... hand, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, but wouldn't that break it off? No, you can't, like, it's, it's like, you know, like, like, iron sharpens iron type situation. Like Yeah, I think it's, I think his penis and his hand are of the same strength. That's what I yeah. assume. Oh, but no. Okay, no, I disagree. Because remember in New Moon? When he's starting we're like five to minutes in, we're already on Edward's dick. But go ahead, continue. <laughs> okay, oh, just like Bella. <laughs> oh man, she wants to be. Remember at the end of New Moon when like they're fighting and cracking? Like obviously, you could get really into it and potentially like crack your dick off. Yeah, D Dennis Rodman told a story about how he broke his dick twice. So, oh my God, do you know my friend once had a concussion, and this was in England, and I took her to the ER, and the guy had broken his dick in the next room, and I couldn't stop laughing at him to the point where it they happens. like had to like take us aside, and be like, "You guys, you just stop laughing at him for his broken dick." I love how he was listening to it, and he knew it, and what could he do? <laughs> he yeah. just looks so defeated. <laughs> 
Because he was. You don't get more defeated than that. <laughs> well, the best part is my friend had a, like a head injury, so like there really wasn't too much they could do to stop us being idiots. <laughs> Did you have a head injury? No, I'm just an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Joe, I want to go back though to your sister and her her boyfriend, right? Yes. As like a protective brother, you didn't worry that watching this that the romance might you know spark spark a. Some electricity that you're like, no, I'm not in my house. Like, I didn't know if you you oh, were. No, my sister, my sister read these books like when she was really young. Like as they were coming out, like she <laughs> went to like the midnight release of like one of them. She was telling us this story, and and I mean she was like very like twelve or thirteen. So like so like no, I she's seen the movies like that no. Absolutely not. I didn't know if you were old-fashioned like Edward. No, I'm not old-fashioned like mm-hmm. Edward. My next question, did you give your sister a, a Charlie talk? There's things that you need to think about if you're, if you're going to be physically intimate. Okay, don't, don't have the talk. Well, it's okay, just please. as embarrassing for me as it is for you. I doubt that. And don't bother because mom beat you to it like 10 years ago. Well, you didn't have a boyfriend 10 years ago. I'm sure things work the same way. All right, so you guys are taking precautions. And- okay, Dad, please just don't worry about that. Edward is old school. Old school, great. What's that, like code for something? Oh my God, Dad, I'm a virgin. Ah, the, 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 the. okay, good. Glad we covered that. Me too. Like, did you pull her aside and, and were like, listen, this movie might inspire things It's, it's as awkward as for you as it is for me. <laughs> Trust me, this Dad, is, no, it's not. This is oddly puritanical. I think you just, just should have asked her about, do you think Edward masturbates? Like, take this in the other direction. Yeah, Rachel and I, Rachel and I were like, there was a lot more like, he's going to fuck her to death jokes yelling, <laughs> being yelled as opposed to like, let's discuss the... The sexual tension in this movie. Yeah, Brian, this is this is like a very 1950s line of questioning. Stephanie Meyer has a very 1950s line uh, line of thinking. If that yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> but she's also really horny, and it's a great combination. Oh, Bella's so horny in this movie. Oh, she's so horny. She's my really... favorite. I love horny Bella. She really is. Before we really get into Eclipse, though, I've been slacking on the Twilight News segments lately, so I want to get into those, and I figured you guys don't read. No, no, I know you read, but you don't read <laughs> Twilight News articles. <laughs> I absolutely do, so let's see if you can impress you... me. No, I know you do. I just, I started sending them to you, then I'm like, you guys aren't gonna, it, I, I just hope you guys watch the movie and do some of the homework, and then I, I'm good. And when I say you guys, there's one person in particular that, I, that I'm that i never sure who's gonna do the homework, so, regardless. It's me, guys. <laughs> I always forget. I'm pretty good about the homework. You are actually. good about the homework. Thank you. You're a very passionate, passionate per- person when it comes to your podcasting, Too Fast, Too Forever, and, and such. True. Let's let's go into some um, Twilight news. Teen Vogue, by the way, has been on top of the Twilight stuff lately. So good, Ooh, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, these are from 2020. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, that, Twilight had its renaissance last summer, Brian. Yeah. Okay. So I did dig up some 2020 articles, but I wanted to get into them today anyway because they were very, very good. There's some 2021 stuff, but you're right, Kate. 2020 was the year, and I didn't read all of them, so I'm catching up. Anna Kendrick, big part of this film, kind of, right? But she has that big graduation speech. On 2020, like during the heart of pandemic, 
she was like ripping into Twilight. Like there's a bunch of articles about yeah. how, you know, everything was a joke and she can't believe she signed up for it. Um, she was so happy when she was done with it. And it kind of made me sad. I mean, I get it, but it kind of made me sad. She obviously blew up as a star after the first film, not because of the first film. Are you pro-Team Anna Kendrick here because she had to go through that? Or are you anti-Anna Kendrick for not embracing this? I kind of feel indifferent about Anna Kendrick. Like, I like her sometimes. I'm more of an Aubrey Plaza, and they kind of, you know, generate the same circles, the same waves. So that's how I feel. But more generally, I was thinking last night, like, holy fuck, these movies for being so garbage i mean like in a great way use you sorry come on you know what i mean like for being like trashy teen vampire movies have produced so many good actors like this is what we were saying last night that like our pats is such a great actor and like k stew's been in great roles she's gonna be princess diana soon right and you have taylor lautner doing you know pittsburgh themed spy movies (laughs) And, like, Anna Kendrick becomes famous, and it's like, god damn, dude, like, you guys had, like, a really great team of, like, up-and-coming actors make these movies. Like, this is their, like, breakout, and it's so weird to me. And Catherine Hardwick, that was all her. Those basic white men who directed the other ones definitely would not have, <laughs> like, gotten that cast. No, it's incredible. It's a great casting. It's definitely incredible, and I'm changing this segment around to give salutes more to these writers who are still writing Twilight content as Kate, you've retired from that from internet Twilight <laughs> articles, but so, so Sarah, I write them in my heart. <laughs> so Sarah Delgado of teen Vogue, we salute you. Cheers. I'll drink to her up next. Bethany Jamel or Gamel medium.com slash curious. I don't know. Uh, That's her own personal blog. She has a medium. Oh, so you Brian. know her. You're familiar. No, if it's a medium.com slash something, that's just somebody's medium blog. Okay, okay, cool. But this is an awesome medium blog then because it's called The Hidden White Supremacist Backstory in Twilight. What? Well, I mean, there's so much confederacy in this one. I've read, though, I've read actually uh, an academic article about how, like, the only black people in Twilight are always, like, shady. So true. So true. We get that. We have the Confederate thing here, which I definitely want to deep dive into because I'm excited to talk about it. Not because I'm a Confederate supporter, obviously. On the contrary, I'm an anti-Confederate. But (laughs) Glad you had to make that stance known, Brad. You never know these days. (laughs) (laughs) But another thing she was talking about, and I actually want to ask you about this, Kate, is like apparently in the books it's very much implied like the lighter your skin the better. Like Bella is described a lot as being not pale, but like let's see what the word she uses. Is she off base here, or, or do you get that from Stephanie Meyer? That like, I know it's not on purpose. Thanks for throwing me in the deep end, Brian. I think that a horny Mormon housewife in like wherever she is in Utah, which is not, in my experience, a very diverse state, is probably absolutely going to have some inherent subtext of racism. So we're going to say it's more from ignorance than all-out agenda. Well, I don't think we get to make that call, especially since we're all on Twitter in 2021. But I would say that it's not an overt reading, but I think you can mind the subtext and it's there. There you go. There you go. And this is not like she's not the only person to write about this. There's a writer for also Teen Vogue. And this came out recently, July 29, 2021. Their name is Stitch. (laughs) 
Lone Stitch, yeah, I get it. it. This article is called On Twilight and the Fiction's History with Confederate Vampires. And it's a whole article about <laughs> not just... Sorry, is Confederate Vampires really something <laughs> that it's its own subgenre? Am I, like, missing this? Yeah, you, you know, like... Well, apparently... I a... Confederate Vampire fanfiction. <laughs> Apparently it is, because if you think about Anne Rice's interview with a vampire, a lot of that was in Louisiana. True Blood was a Louisiana thing, and it went but back But that's not Confederacy. That's just the South. At one point, they flash back into Confederate things. I don't think you, I don't know if you see, I don't know. I don't know. I'm reading articles here. We're saluting these people who are keeping the Twilight Flame alive, and instead we're just ripping into them. I'm Sti- not ripping into it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stitch, we salute you. Stitch, we salute you. This is, this is half-ass hangover homework. <laughs> I don't oh. I don't get it. <laughs> He's saying he hacked his homework because he was hungover. Oh, I thought that was the name of the segment. <laughs> I mean, if you want to name it that. We name segments here and then we forget about it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but apparently I bring up Edward masturbating at every turn. Thir- this is just, just your third time. Just your third if this is Twilight Forever, I imagine it's gonna come up again. <laughs> I just I have so many questions. Nothing but time. Do you think Carlisle had to teach him how to redo it once he was a vampire? Like, do you think Carlisle had, like, the Charlie speech? And then, yeah, like, what about <laughs> masturbating as a vampire <laughs> yeah. to Edward? See, see, I don't know. Kate, this, this is why the internet misses you. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to read these woke articles about Twilight, and really what the fans want is the, are the questions you're asking, Edward, and his masturbational habits. <laughs> Like and Carlisle's Carlisle. role in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, there's just I so think, many questions. I think based on watching this movie, I think we definitely can assume that at least Jasper taught him how to masturbate because he's like good with the 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 good newborns. with the swords. No, good with the newborns. So he would like you know like part of them like teaching him how to fight and stuff it would have to be teaching them how to. Please. But you know the sad part about that, Joe, is that Jasper didn't join the Cullen Coven until like the fifties. So that's still like almost fifty years of Edward just like not even doing that right. Oh yeah. Do you think now that this has taken over everything? Do you think that it's possible that yes, you know, there's people who like never drink and they don't won't need to drink. I mean, maybe we don't know that considering our habits, but there are people who don't, <laughs> <laughs> there are people who don't drink and they're like, oh, I don't crave alcohol because I never drink. Yeah, you know? exactly. Maybe he's just so, never so masturbated. You're not supposed to masturbate in the Mormon religion. However, Edward was not Mormon. He was the dream Mormon boy though. Come on. Um, yeah, for sure. But he wasn't Mormon because he would have said I'm Mormon. He would have said that? I don't think he would have <laughs> said that. No one said <laughs> Absolutely, especially have you ever movie. met a Mormon? They'll tell you immediately. Exactly, but also <laughs> like vegan. She was trying to fuck him, and he he very well could have said, "Hey, I'm a Mormon," and she would have known what that meant. But he didn't. I don't want to get like philosophical and religious today, but I don't think these vampires who live forever subscribe to like, "Oh yeah, hi, I'm Alice, and I'm Episcopalian." Like, I don't think <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's a thing. So I don't know if it would come up, but I don't think he's I don't think he's Mormon. I mean. I told um, you he's not. All right. Okay, wait, wait. I don't want to get off this issue yet. You know who would have forced the issue of vampire masturbation is Emmett. Emmett, the first thing he would have been like, okay, guys, how do we do this? He held up his bag of eggs. He's like, this yeah. is this is the balls. 
here's proper technique. So this is my first rewatch where I can actually like appreciate things like Emmett. Emmett is such a bro, and he gets more and more broy as we go. It's awesome because he has nothing to do but work out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. He's like a poor man's Channing Tatum. Are you starting oh, yeah. to come around on Rosalie though? Not at all. I'm actually liking her less on these watches. I love her. She's such. I I just I love the the next movie where she's a forced birther. It's like it's so good. This this one, all I could think of, and I know Kate's gonna get very upset with this this statement. If Brittany Murphy was live, Rosalie should be Brittany Murphy, right? Ooh, ooh, we are Brittany Murphy fans here in High School Slumber Party. <laughs> I don't think she would have been able to play the vain narcissist. <laughs> she would have been a good Alice, though. No, well, Alice. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> No. So yeah. Rosalie like, is Brittany Murphy. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. One more news article, so we'll move on to the movie. Okay. This article is from a site called grist.org. I have no idea what it is. Let me just make sure it's not a neo-Nazi site before I promote it. <laughs> <laughs> We're firmly anti-confederate or anti-confederate here. Don't that forget, guys. This article just came out. I'm not sure what the website is. It says Climate Justice and Solutions. Okay, it's a it's a climate change. It's a news site that talks about climate change a lot. I don't and know. Twilight, okay. apparently. Well, well, it says the Twilight romance no one talks about. Can you guys guess what they are talking about now that I've told you what the thing is about? It's about climate. Twilight and rain? You're not far, Joe. How about Clouds? you, Clouds? Oh, I mean, we're about to go down one of my other favorite things I bring up on Twitter a lot. It's vampires and climate change, and why aren't, aren't they doing more to stop it? I want to get into that, but this <laughs> article, I do, because, but this article is related. That's why it says, the Twilight rom- Romance No One Talks About. Oh, Be- Forks! Because it, it takes yes. place, it's a love letter to Forks. Bella fell for Forks and its forests. The fantasy transforms the town's reality. So it talks about how Twilight positively impacted this town, and the environment, because people visited, and they now appreciate the forest that perhaps they didn't before. I don't know. But, uh, Kate, please, uh, expand on this and how vampires should be helping us with this climate change problem. Well, I have this ongoing argument with my friend. I say vampires should be anti-climate change, so why aren't they, you know, like, eating the Koch brother? How do you say those guys' names? The Koch brother? Cool. but he's like no society breaking down will actually make it easier to hunt so vampires are pro climate change and i'm like no fuck you because ultimately they have to live on this planet longer than any of us that's very short-sighted of your friend well he thinks vampires are more primal i think that they're more civilized but they'll still kill us depends what vampires right depends what vampire no vampires are real just okay i just need to create this like line in the sand here vampires are real i don't think there's a lot of them because they'd like to see you know stick to the shadows hey oh um but no i think they're real we have started off hot here on high school slumber party. <laughs> hot for sure <laughs> this wasn't a slow build episode so please if you're <laughs> at all confused i implore you to listen to the other twilight episodes on this just build your i don't know tolerance for what we're about to embark on because if we're starting here who the hell knows what the rest of this episode is going to be like right twilight news is canceled forget about that (laughs) (laughs) let's let's get into eclipse i'll read the back of the dvd if any of you are not familiar with it and then we'll just jump in it all begins with a choice 
<laughs> in the Twilight Saga Eclipse, the third chapter in Stephanie Meyer's phenomenally successful series, Bella Swan once again finds herself surrounded by danger, as Seattle, which I want to get into, is ravaged by a string of mysterious killings, and a most vampire continues her quest of revenge. In the midst of it all, she is forced to choose between her love, Edward Cullen, and her friendship for Jacob Black. Knowing that her decision has the potential to ignite, to ignite the ageless struggle between vampire and werewolf, with her graduation quickly approaching, Bella is confronted with the most important decision of her life. Mm, mm. Bella doesn't, she, she's not confronted with a decision at all. She's made up her mind. Like, very first scene, she's like, okay, yeah, that's this is what we're going to do. And then there's just like, she's special. So everybody's fighting about her, but she, she knows exactly what she wants from the jump. Kate, in our first watches of this, something I kept asking you was like, or, or just bring it up was the fact that most of these movies were just dialogue and things happening. There was, like, yes, an impending threat, but the impending threat was always solved in, like, two minutes towards the end of the film. And the rest of it was this two-hour movie, you know? Yeah. And the rest of it was just, like, chit-chat and tension, but just personal tension, right? Sexual uh, tension. Sexual, sexual tension, tension, too. <laughs> and Eclipses definitely, definitely exemplifies that, right? Like, I enjoyed watching it. But not a lot happens. And if you think of, like, linearly, right? Like, the bad guy from the bad person from the last couple films. The redhead, yeah. Is threatening. Excuse me. She has a name and it's Victoria. Okay. It's Victoria, Victoria. I'm just. Are no redheads longer... threatening to Mormons? Is that why Stephanie Meyer made her a redhead? That's a question I wasn't prepared to answer today. I mean. That's why I asked it. You have to follow your heart there. I can't give away all the secrets of the Mormon religion. They'll have me killed. <laughs> Are they threatening to you personally? Me? I've been out with a redhead before. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. We asked, are they threatening to you? Not if you I mean, dated one. You could <laughs> date anybody that's threatening. I mean, look at fucking <laughs> live PD. It's all people dating people that are threatening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, guys. Like, it's, I'm trying to be funny and I'm just failing. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> just talk. Just be yourself. That's If Twilight teaches you anything... It's be yourself. No, it doesn't. As long as you're special and yeah, everybody you're loves you. Yeah, if, if you're Bella, be yourself. So I do want to bring up the book. The movie does a really good job of at least creating a threat. In the book, they're really not pressed. And they like they cannot be bothered to even think of their enemies. And they don't think it's Victoria until Bella's like, no, you idiots, it's Victoria. They're like, <laughs> oh, okay. That's that's good. That's that actually ma- that's I really like that twist, and I wish there was more of that in the movie. <laughs> Just complete apathy. Like <laughs> Stephanie Myers didn't give a fuck. This is about Bella being super horny. Let's not ruin this with plot. Like she's just trying to get get it in any which way she can. If she had fallen in love with Emmett, Emmett would have put out like immediately. Oh fuck yeah. Like, even Jasper would have, like, held out after, like, he would have, like, made you do a couple of dates, but he would have definitely. No, not even a couple of dates. He was trying to bang Maria by the river. Like, he was he was in love with the fucking other vampire. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Okay, so, realistically, all of them would have, like, gone to Pound Town except for Edward. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why he, like, held on to. Doesn't masturbate. No, he masturbated. He, he come on, he went to med school. <laughs> what? Everybody knows that's what you do at med school. J- Joe, in your reg- in your regular life as a, as an employee of an Ivy League medical institution, I want you to take a poll. 
Yeah, that'll go over great. HR will definitely not contact me about polling everyone that's around on their masturbatory habits on Monday when I get back to work. No questions asked. Hey, look, I do a podcast. You know what I could do, though? If I put, like, a flyer on the wall, like, one of those, like, hey... We're looking for people for a study. Like if we, if I did that, I could probably figure it out for you. Okay, but you can only do that if it says "meet me at the back of my van during lunchtime." <laughs> yeah. Meet me in the third stall of the bathroom on the second floor. <laughs> That's where you answered this question. I'll, I'll be the one blaring ACDC. <laughs> Joe, I know you don't like to talk about your job, so I'm not going to ask you too many questions. But is that one of your duties to post? flyers for studies no no absolutely <laughs> not no but they're everywhere that's the thing like in the hallways like there's constantly like flyers for studies like do you have diabetes do you drink too much do you want to do ketamine for fun like these kind of things I, they're all over the place wait really yeah and they pay you like a couple hundred bucks i did a bunch of the diabetes ones because they needed controls so like they pay you like 200 bucks to like take an mri for an hour and eat candy and stuff that's cool no no no. you don't no. you don't eat candy but they do feed you afterwards they do Oh, the ketamine awesome. is the one I'm interested in. But. Yeah, there was a ketamine one that was, it was serious too. It was like 800 bucks and they would give you ketamine, but like, it was like the probably, I mean, as someone who's done ketamine, it sounded like the worst ketamine experience ever. Like they just like put you in like a white room and like watch you while you do ketamine. So it's like, <laughs> that doesn't sound very fun to me. Joe, if you'll get fired for this, don't do it. But could you just put a flyer up and said, hey, Twilight fan? Question mark. Oh yeah, no, I could definitely do that. <laughs> And just and get more listeners for us. And no, like, you need – and it needs to be, like, with, like, a link to your, like, high school slumber party and then just, like, the cutty things that you, like, tear one away for the phone yeah. number. Yeah. Boy, make one. I'll, if you make you. one, I'll, I will <laughs> hang them around the hospital and take pictures of it for you. I promise. Please do. Please do. Because it's going to come back on you. I mean, like, well, I guess no, they'll find me you, too. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I mean, like, what are the – since Kate and I have already talked this movie, Joe, you're going to be the captain here, but I do need to get into something because I don't know if you're aware of everything behind the scenes of this movie. And there's one big thing behind this movie that always I laugh about. Okay. So this is our third director in three movies, David Slade. And David Slade directed another vampire film, 30 Days of Night. I hate that movie. Fair enough. I mean, I don't think I've seen it. Joe, have you seen 30 Days of Night? No. I mean, it's fucking stupid because it takes place in Barrow, Alaska, and like the preparation is, oh, it's gonna, we're gonna have thirty days of night. Oh, the sun's finally setting; it's not coming back up. Oh, that's so we can not, be vampires. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, that's not how fucking like living in the goddamn Arctic Circle works. Okay, it's not like bright daylight and then the sun goes down and then it just doesn't come back up. Okay, you would know you're the Alaska expert. Leading up to that day where the sun just doesn't rise, like the sun will maybe only get above the horizon for a little bit, so it's a very gradual. Yeah, it's, it's a gradual oh. thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. So in the movie, it's just like, oh, no, it's just going to be 30 days of night. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, get down before sundown. It's like, come on. <laughs> no, yeah, it's gradual. Like everything on Earth. That's, that's <laughs> whatever. Um, by the way, if this ever, if this podcast were to ever blow, well, for one, COVID needs to be kind of over because I'd like to do live shows again. But if this podcast were to ever blow up in a way where I could afford to fly everyone to Alaska and do a live show in Alaska... I would love to do a Kate Comes Home Anchorage Twilight okay, Forever okay, special. Okay, so you have that, and I, and I thought something last night, too. As we were watching, 
Rachel said that you can Airbnb Bella's house. Oh, yeah. oh we've talked oh, about good this. Good luck. Kate, you like it gets Kate's been trying. out. Yes, Kate. I know. So Kate, if you do get a chance, I would love to contribute. I would love to come join. I think Brian would too. And we could sit at the bay window and just spin for hours <laughs> together. It is expensive too. It's like four hundred bucks a night. They know that's they nothing, have. dude. That four hundred bucks a night, nothing. We we should do it. We should pitch it and just record an episode from there. Like, that's what I want to do. That's that's what I, yeah. That's my thoughts last night. Get drunk on Mount Rainier beer like Charlie. Yeah. Oh, guns. Yeah. I I would be Charlie the entire time. People say all cops are bad cops. Not Charlie. Charlie's the only cop in town. Okay. If Charlie was, he doesn't seem like he's really pressed to do anything either. Like he's not like out to like. He doesn't even write tickets. Like Charlie's like mostly I mean, at home just drinking. Charlie is drink. police reform. This is the police. But reform he need. does threaten basically the only kid at uh, the black kid in town's license after he has like an accident around Bella in the first movie. Oh, I didn't remember that. Apologies. Yeah. Statement redacted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So so Joe, this guy. Okay. They wanted to have the guy who did the last film do it, but apparently he was too busy editing, which is always the excuse they use when they fire someone. Because <laughs> they're like, I'm fucking sick of Twilight, but so, okay, good. So who knows, who knows? Who Anna knows? Kendrick was bitching the entire time. I don't want to come back. <laughs> but David Slade, when he was doing like press for 30 Days of Night, they were naturally asking him about Twilight. And he was ripping into the movie. He was saying such like uh, just stupid shit. He was like, oh, I would never do a movie like that. Oh, he was super negative about the movie Twilight in general. Twilight in general, and just like, the but whole... he wasn't in it yet. Like they didn't. No, like... no, no, no. Okay, no. I thought that it would have been funny if it would if he would have been like, oh, I know I'm doing the next Twilight, and be like, fuck those movies, they suck. And then no. was like, psych, it was me the whole time. No, they had no idea. They threw cash at him, and he's like, yeah, Twilight's awesome. He said he read the script, and it was one of the best scripts he's ever read. <laughs> This this one? Yes, he should please. not be allowed to make another movie in his life. If that, if that was his conclusion, <laughs> I'm way more well-versed to make movies than this guy is, apparently. And there's a lot of stuff about the production of this film. So, speaking of the production of this film, something that I noticed that I really enjoyed about this film that made me love Breaking Dawn Part 2 so much is something that I, like, I coined my own term for it. And I use it on Too Fast all the time. And it's face magic. This movie has a lot of face <laughs> magic. That's just shots of just like forehead to chin and just grimacing the entire time. Just like different grimaces, turn grimaces, pouts. Like it's just face magic. Like like someone will be talking and you're just watching the other person be like, like the whole time. So, so you must really enjoy the Zoom era that we're in right now because it's pretty much all we do, right? faces and no no i i want i want the, i want like edward being like eh, not like because you can't do that in like a, a work zoom brian you could you could you could you, yeah. you should you should yeah i think this is the the, the movie where it, the the amount of work that the actors got done on their faces became distracting like you mean, you uh, mean? plastic surgery work yeah yeah how so people had plastic surgery here oh god yes who case two and our pats really yes there's only two years between twilight and this movie and they have completely different faces the only person i noticed is alice's nose is very pointy i noticed that <laughs> carlisle possibly but he's so pale maybe i, I mean, mean like, facinelli got his work done in the late 90s when okay. he got famous no i i find this one distracting because the wigs are really bad and the actors hate oh. the wigs 
but also all I could hear coming out of Rachel's mouth last night was how bad Kristen Stewart's wig was, which so I didn't bad. really notice. And oh, she yeah. was like, "Oh my god, look at her fucking hairline!" And yeah, like, she bad. She was doing the Runaways, playing Joan Jett. She had a yes. much shorter haircut. If it, I, I haven't seen that film in a while, so I don't know if it was a wig there or a haircut, but. Um, yeah, they just p- pretty much put a wig on her head and said, there you go. You're ready to go. This director, I don't want to diss him too much, but he he wasn't great at that part of things, if that makes sense. What? What part? Putting wigs on people. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. But, uh, for example... Um, He's not the costume designer, Brian. Like, let's not get mad at him about things that aren't his ultimately, job. Ultimately, to me, it falls on the director. Yeah, it's the director. Uh, Nikki Reed, who I really like, is a pretty good uh, Instagram follow. She's definitely like a adult horse girl <laughs> she, she loves the nap dresses that kind of thing but but i like her and and that that's your girl rosalie I, well yeah so i don't know if you've noticed this kate but in the final fight scene you don't see her a lot and that's because the cinematographer the director somebody didn't have the right exposure on the camera when she was doing her fight scenes and just was like, eh, we didn't shoot it right. It was like a whole day. They were like, fuck it. We're just not going to put it in the movie. Like, that's how this movie was shot. They knew it was going to make money. It's the middle of the Twilight series. Yeah. You think the beginning and the end. And they were just like, eh, fuck it for a lot of things. I <laughs> would have been so pissed off if I were her because I guarantee you she had to train for that fucking scene. Oh, apparently she was. Apparently she was really pissed off. But the director said, fuck it. And he wasn't asked back. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a reason for that one. <laughs> And if you look, like, if you do a deep dive of the production of this film, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of, like, eh, "Eh, we didn't get this, let's move on, kind of thing. (laughs) It's not a well-lit movie. It's by far the worst lit of the movies, too. And do you mean lit as the way that, like, the Gen Zers are saying? No, I'm old. Come on. I'm lying prone on my couch right now talking to you. (laughs) No, it's just, like, the lighting, the cinematography. It's It's very flat. It's, well, dark. it's flat too. There's no depth to it. it well, because it's so much fucking face magic. You're just like three inches away from their faces. That's why I find the work they had done on their faces distracting. <laughs> and the wig. Like, if you're going to do face magic, fucking get a wig that at least has like some depth. No, to what it. you do is what is what he does in this movie is just cut off right at her hairline a lot and if you stop there then you don't see the top of the wig you know what i'm adding this director to my fight list (laughs) that's you had the hudson five at one point i want the kate hudson fight list that's (laughs) (laughs) that's what i want to do podcasts on (laughs) who i want to fight why are you you a drunken fighter are you just saying like fight in general like like do you get into bar fights sometimes i'm not talking about like throw a glass of like beer on a water on a guy yeah yeah that's a a good question have you have you ever gotten into a bar fight in a bar fight no just even even like a cat fight um i've not gotten well she was drunk so I have this weird specific form of luck, which is that I always leave a situation right before everybody else gets in trouble. Good call. So, That's a good po- yeah, Talked about I this like before. That. You're right. You do. Like, and it's not intentional. It's not like, oh, the, the cheese at the fuzz are coming. It's like, no, I'm tired. I'm leaving. And then the cops show up. I'm sure I've started many a bar fight, but as far as like seeing it through, I've only been in a few fights in, as an adult. Okay. That's a few more than I have ever been into. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fight you, Kate. I think you'd. Uh, or fight dirty. I think you'd fight dirty. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Oh, I would just play to win. 
Oh, for sure. And you'd shimmer a little bit. Like, I could get distracted <laughs> by that. It hurts your eyes. My destiny has put me to host High School Slumber Party. My real passion in life would just be to host Kate Hudson Dating Hour, which... <laughs> If if I got a thing is I I wouldn't have enough people to write in. If I got enough people to write in, just like their like online dating advice and, and stuff like that. Oh, like a yeah, like one of those like dear editor or whatever. Exactly, and, and I'm like, okay, uh, Jennifer from Phoenix says from Forks, okay. Forks <laughs> or wherever is like they did this on a date, and then you just went back. Oh, I remember when I dated someone like that, and <laughs> he had a he had a patch on his eye too, and. Like, <laughs> That, that would be a Kate story. It would be. I don't know. You tell me. I wouldn't be. Well, now I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> the dream podcast. So, so people out there, if you'd be in favor of that podcast, we can we can rouse Kate out of bed on Saturday mornings or whatever it was to answer your uh, passionate <laughs> questions about. Can I just like watch live? Like pretend like I would be like the guy that does like the music on the side, but I can't play the music. So just like, be like <laughs> and you just like cut to me and I like chuckle every couple times. Like you're the, you're, you're the producer. Andy Richter, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be yes. the Andy Richter. Something yeah, like yeah. Andy Richter. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> like definitely not the producer. Like don't need the title. Don't need the work. But the just like the idea that like i'm on the side they're like they cut to my face and i do like face magic (laughs) well i mean you could be part of the panel like i I watch a lot like one of the weird things i do while editing is watching a lot of like what's my line or game shows from like oh yeah it's fun the 50s and 60s that's that's crazy stuff and i just card sharks People had a lot of fun back then on game shows. They just didn't give a shit. They came, Dude, they the came on. Game yeah, they came on wasted. drunk, like the whole time. <laughs> when did we as a society get so far away from letting us just be drunk in public all the time? When drunk driving became oh, became yeah. bad, like not it was always bad, but like it became like a stigma because people were just like, "Well, how can we salute people being drunk on TV if drunk driving is bad? Like, how are they getting home?" And it's like Uber now. Mass transit, so we should bring that back. Yeah, we need to revive match game, but like the full drunken, like <laughs> partially predatory version of match game. I I'll just tell you guys, I had like a bottle and a half of wine last night, so I'm feeling a little tender in this conversation. <laughs> it's fine. All good, all good. I guess back to Twilight, right? <laughs> so normally we talk about the cast, same cast. The only thing that's different, and it's a big difference. Uh, Joe, did you notice? Victoria only because Rachel told me that Victoria was changed and she was very upset about it. It made no difference to me. I don't give a fuck. I actually kind of find that kind of charming. I wish they would switched out like Edward or Bella. Like I like a main character swap in the middle of my shit movies. So like that would have been better for me. Like Carlisle would be like a great character to recast, right? Like no. no, I mean like I like him, but I'm saying like if you just got like a completely different Carlisle like in the middle of the movies, like that would have been really fun. So like a black Carlisle, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they expect us to like not notice. Stephanie Meyer would not let the Cullens be multicultural. Yes, we talked about this. That is true. Oh, it's true. No, but oh. it's it's yeah. worth reminding. It's crazy, but yeah. Let's just because we got a lot of games to play, and I don't know how long we're gonna have Kate with us today. <laughs> so, <laughs> to go to a party later it's an all-you-can-drink champagne party it's gonna be a massacre. sounds fucking wonderful why weren't we invited because you don't know the girl i don't need to know her <laughs> okay well it's her birthday party i don't need to know her it's her birthday i could just show up and like stumble over and be like kate you're here too wow well but then if you do that you'd have to regale everybody with masturbating and med school stories Ooh. that's fine i didn't go to med school but i know a lot of people that did and it is much like 
what Stephanie Myers paints the Collins to be doing. <laughs> oh no, I heard that, and they're just always on pills too. Well, I don't know about the pills. Well, I mean, yeah, they they all have their own weirdnesses. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe it's weird. pills, maybe it's not, but like sexual proclivity, yes. Trust medical experts out there, but yes, I agree. <laughs> Yes, my yeah, doctor. true. Still listen to the. They did go to four years of school. They might have been fucking, but they were there for four years. So I, I did doctor on demand last night. I think I told you guys this on our Twitter. You did. I two a.m. drunk. I had just applied my retinol. I'm like, I need more of this. And because I've hit my out of pocket limit for the the year with my insurance, I'm like, fuck it, get it all, Kate Hudson. Anyway, long story short, I didn't realize they'd be waking up a doctor to chunk, talk to my drunk ass about my like wrinkles. Uh. She was. So fucking pissed at me. She seems like, I'm glad you called me at 2 a.m. for this. I'm like, yup, have a good night. Oh, my God. I, mean, I know you said that off air. I'm glad you shared it on air because I did have questions, but that's amazing. That's that's well, glorious. To my to my drunk asshole's credit, I didn't think they'd be waking somebody up. I just thought, I thought there was somebody on call that was like, yeah. was awake. Well, like, in, like, in, like in India, right? Like they're yeah, exactly. I was there. Ex- it, that's 100% I was expecting somebody overseas and then talking out loud relatively sober. I don't think you can talk to overseas doctors and get prescriptions in America. Oh, I don't know if you can talk, but you definitely can get overseas prescriptions. Wow, that makes sense. I used to do that all the time. That's where I spend all my Bitcoin, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Why I don't have any Bitcoin. That's where everyone's getting the horse pace that's making them shit. I know. I'm not. Let's not get into horse pace. Well, now I feel like I I criminalized myself. No, no, no. So. I did. I'm criminalizing myself, and I did. Yeah. Well, you know, like, if you listen to podcasts about sports or anything like man related, they'll, like, uh, advertise, like, Viagra alternatives. You know? Yes. Get the Viagra. Yeah. But it's scary, Kate. We don't want to talk about our limp dicks. Like Edward doesn't talk about <laughs> masturbating. Come on. Regardless, I I remember. Um, I don't. I think he was in India. Like my, my friend got it, and the prescription was like from India. You didn't have to talk to. Did a he guy. need it, or was he just like having fun? No, because they advertise it. They're like, oh, even if you don't need it, it'll. Blah, blah, but blah. even if you don't need it, just go to a doctor. Be like, my dick doesn't work. Give me the good stuff. That that's a weird thing to say to a doctor if it's, no, it's well, not, especially if it's not exactly true what they're there for <laughs> i like i'm very i i've large comfort in talking to doctors because i'm like no matter what i say you've heard rowdier shit because like i know enough doctors to be like yeah this is not gonna make the like the top 10 stories that you tell at a bar like like if you come in you're like oh my dick doesn't work it does but i'm just lying and give me the pills they'd be like yeah that works okay yeah and like what are they gonna be, say like no i don't trust you get it up i want to see it no, no. and the, and the doctors and it's related to because of carlisle i'm just saying yeah. that in case anyone gets mad but uh, <laughs> doctors are the most straightforward people especially like i know a lot of doctors in person like that and, uh the other day like at, at the party i was at uh the doc not a big party it was safe um they, there was a doctor friend of mine who's in the hot tub and one of my friends what 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 i didn't say this gross me out man. okay okay well <laughs> okay i'm about to watch eclipse in the hot tub tonight so uh, my high school guidance counselor died in one and he was supposed to go um on a, a bike trip the next day so nobody found him for like two months and two months they- yeah, he was soup. So when they finally realized, oh shit, he's dead. His like corpse is disintegrated in the hot tub. And I remember the creepiest detail was this Grateful Dead album was playing on repeat for like two months next to his like disintegrating corpse in the hot tub. Yeah. How have you not shared this on High School Slumber Party? When really? I'm high school slur- I'm kidding. I, Brian, I know exactly what happened. He was training 
for the bodybuilding competition. <laughs> and he took right, a little John. bit too much uh, supplements, passed out in the hot tub, became soup. That's what happened. <laughs> well, there is whole drama with this, too, because there were rumors about him and somebody else in the guidance. It was the whole thing. Ooh. Well, regardless. Murder. <laughs> My story's not going to top that. Not at all. But no. Sorry. That was a great Kate story, though, because we it haven't heard that Kate one, story. and it was fucking wild. <laughs> uh, this is what I'm here for. Someone asked, like, someone's grandmother was ill or whatever, and there was a big storm coming in, and they were like, oh, what'll ha- what happens if the power goes out, my grandmother's on this or that, like some kind of machine. And he was drunk. And he was just like, oh, they'd probably die. Like he, <laughs> like, he like he wasn't thinking. He he didn't He know. wasn't doctoring. He was he just. One, one, he wasn't doctoring too. They didn't ask it like my grandmother. They said, hey, what happens if the mach- if the power goes out and the machine shuts off like to them? And they're just like, oh, they'll be dead, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then yeah. Like, what, the, what the fuck are you doing? But like that's the like, doctors in real life. They've seen so much shit. Yeah, Again, especially around here, like recently, like with you know all the deaths they've seen, and they're like, you know, like that they just talk normally, and it's a different language than we talk. Yep. How did we get on the subject? I don't know, Joe. Carlisle's a doctor. Carlisle's um, a doctor, Joe. I w- favorite I w- moments of Eclipse. So Rachel says this. I want to confirm with Kate. <sighs> Bella's special. She's the only one that gets to go to the werewolf council meeting because, of course, she can because. Of course. At the council meeting, what's the what's the one guy's name that Sam. like no, not Sam, like uh Jacob's like kind of dad situation, this guy. Is it his actual dad? Like the one with the Billy? truck. The one that's Charlie's friend. Billy, wait, you think that that's just a creepy guy who hangs out with a teenager? <laughs> it's Billy. It's no, Billy. no, no. I, he could be like his adoptive father. I didn't know if he's his real dad or not. You know what yeah. I mean? Like cuz they're werewolves. Wait, so like he could a guy like the Collins aren't fucking related, you know what I mean? So like Fair. Billy, it's Billy Black. Yeah, Billy Black. Billy Black. What's, okay, so the, Billy what's Black. the other werewolf last name that's common? Oh, Clearwater. Clearwater. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Billy Black starts telling this story, and he tells the story of the third wife, Sapuku. Okay. In the books, later on, like, Rachel, like, like quizzed me. She was like, did you get that this fuck? <laughs> Somebody just started drag racing down my street. Um, so it, in the books, like, later on, day. at the middle of the fight... They're, they're like they re-show that like Bella does the like third wife seppuku to like distract them. Yes. Do they call it like third wifing? Like do they use that as the verb? Huh? They like, like Jacob like ah oh, she just pulled the third wife over there. Yeah, she just did a third wife. Um it's yeah, not like that explicit, but yeah. So Kate, not to uh supersede your knowledge here, but I tried to do a deep dive of this film and apparently they shot scenes of Bella in this flashback. Yeah. Like, sorry, uh, of Kristen Stewart in this flashback. And she was credited as the third wife during those scenes. I don't know what that means necessarily, but I did read that. and They said it was too distracting that it took people, because I listened to the audio commentary, uh, (laughs) that it was too distracting. So they took her, they're like, this is taking people out of this and they're, it's goofy. So they they shot Because she was actually going to be the third wife, just like in costume at the thing. She was. They shot it. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shot it and they just, they said that it was uh, distracting and laughable. I'm reading the quote now. I'm like, isn't that Twilight? Isn't that the entire series? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty but, much. But think about it. If they like couldn't even be fucked to do Rosalie's fight scene, right? Like they probably <laughs> like it was some <laughs> asshole walking through, like slurping on like a diet coke in the background of this historical scene. <laughs> probably true. 
Oh, man. So this movie has a lot of, like, marry me and convincing Edward. Yes. Edward trying to convince Bella to marry her. Well, because he wants to fuck, but he can't fuck until he marries. Because he's old-fashioned. Because he's old-fashioned. It doesn't make sense. But he wants to bite her, but they're waiting till graduation. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that gets me, though, is, like, Kate, can you help explain why Jacob doesn't just, like, what, how does imprinting work? Does it work both ways? <laughs> or can you just be like imprint and then like, can't he just imprint Bella and then she's like, oh yeah, Jacob's like the dude. No, because if that were the case, Leah would have imprinted on Sam. No, no, no. Girls can't do Sam it. Obviously, her. this is but Leah's part of the pack. Real... No, but Leah's part of the pack. Yeah, but girls can't do it because like, obviously, yes, women, are, no, women aren't special besides Bella. So let's I mean, no, focus I mean... on the actual point here. Is it like if men could imprint, would the woman just be like, "Yes, I'm madly in love with you now"? They sort of talk about that because Stephanie Meyer's a freak, and like half the like the girls that the wolves have imprinted on are like toddlers. It's really weird, but yeah, they're like, it just naturally happens because the men are perfectly suited to the the women and do everything to make them happy. So of course they eventually bone them. Minus like, you know, clawing their faces sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Oh God. So bad. So bad. (laughs) That's the whole fucking thing. Like it's that's Stephanie Myers, weird, horny. Here's what I have to give like Stephanie Myers credit. And I'm sure I've talked about this before. JK Rowling keeps shitting on her legacy and keeps adding and pissing people off stephanie myers like is cutting those checks and keeping her trap shut we said this last like yesterday we were watching harry potter and we were like if jk rowling would just shut the fuck up she would be like one of the most revered billionaires in the world like everyone would have been like oh dude she's so great but like she just has to keep opening her mouth and you're right stephanie myers you don't see anything come out about stephanie myers like she wrote you know questionable shit for years made a bunch of movies horrible choices and and everybody's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because she's she's keeping her trap shut. I don't disagree. She probably does have terrible views. Oh, for sure. Billionaire we, Mormon. Yeah. You have to just, again, please, please, universe, give me the chance to be a billionaire. Because I would keep my mouth shut and just take my money. Like, I would. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying anything. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, a billionaire, Delete me from the though. internet. You have to step on next to be a billionaire. That's like the one like Twitter view I actually do hold. No one like lucks their way into a billionaire status. Millionaires, though, you can. So I'd rather be a millionaire with fucking. I, I think you can luck your way into a billionaire status if you happen to be Mark Zuckerberg's roommate and he was like, "Code this for me." You're a billionaire now. I disagree because if you happen to be Mark Zuckerberg's roommate, you would have had like rich parents because you would have gone to Stanford. You could but have you afforded it. You and Mark and. Mark Zuckerberg Harvard. was a rich little shit. Harvard, yeah, yeah, Harvard. So he was a little shit. So he would have lived off campus. So you were already privileged. That's not lucky. Well, okay. Are you saying yes? No one becomes a billionaire from like you know nothing. But to go from being a child of a millionaire to a billionaire, there's some there's some luck involved. Not a lot, but there could. There's a lot of coders in Harvard. Those roommates happen to be roommates of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. I don't know. That's a little bit of luck. I, I, I do believe in that. But you're right. You do have to step on necks because to maintain it, to, for him not to screw you over, right? You have to probably step on a neck here or there. Yup. Or throw someone else under the bus or yeah. All right. Let's let's continue our uh, discussion on the social network. Okay. Uh, what, what are we talking about? Eclipse. Eclipse. 
how did Jasper all of a sudden become a boss in this movie? Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He, he we'll hasn't done anything. Okay. We'll get the one thing before any of that. Okay. Really quickly, probably spend 30 seconds on it. What do you think of Bella's vacation with her mom? Bella's mom has what I like to call old whore energy. <laughs> I love it. Like, do you ever meet like an old lady and she just has this, like, she's exuding old whore energy. I really enjoy it. You know, so there's like, you know, there's many, there's a gradient of this. There's like young whore energy. There's old whore energy. Like, you know, so, like I watch a lot of reality TV. So like, I see like the whole gambit, but I love, she's just like so confident. She's like very sex positive with her daughter. That's old whore energy. And like, I like this. So I'm a big fan of Bella's mom for that reason. I'm just saying, if you go to the University of Alaska, I'm never going to see you. They have a really great science program. You mean Edward? It's like he's willing to leap in front of you and take a bullet or something. Not a bad thing. It's an intense thing. You're different with him. I hate the way she says Alaska. I, I, oh, I How does she say it, Kate? How does she say Alaska. Alaska. She, <laughs> she does. She says it like three fucking times. Go to school in Alaska. <laughs> and the thing, she's a terrible mother, and I love her for that. Yeah, that's great. She's just the fu- Although I take umbrage with old whore energy because, in theory, she's my age. Oh, really? She's 36 in the books. Yeah, because she was 18 when she had Bella. So 18 plus 18 is 36. And you're saying you don't have old whore energy? Kate? I don't think How it's dare old. You? I don't think no, it's Kate old. doesn't have old whore energy. No. She it's doesn't. It's the old I take umbrage with, not the whore energy. That's a great way to describe somebody. I would be honored to have whore energy. It's just old whore energy. Like, okay, so like we just watched White Lotus, right? Jennifer Coolidge has old whore energy, right? Like she just and she's had it for years. Like even when even, even when she was young, she had old whore energy. Yeah, that's if you're yeah, describing it, it correctly. Yeah, it's not. It, it doesn't really have to do with age. It's just like a mature woman, sex positive confidence is what it is. But I call it old whore energy. So I wish Jennifer Coolidge was in the Twilight universe. She would have been a great she mom. She could have been great. Bella's mom. It would have been awesome. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, oh, I right? think she I think she should have been like one of the vampires we see in the next like two oh, parts. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't I really can't wait for that. Like I was getting so excited to break down the different cultural vampires that we'll see in later films. The but... Fucking Irish ones. <laughs> They're my favorite. The the anti-Italian Romanians. I can't no, wait they're, they're, no, they're my favorite. I can't wait to get there. Wait, I, I don't remember this at all, so I'm very excited. There's anti-Italian vampires. <laughs> yes! Oh, it's a huge part of the later films. And what is inexplicably an albino, too? <laughs> no, well, the, it, the Volturi are Italian. I know. That's what I'm saying. They're they're the grand Italian vampire council is what the we poobots. call them. The yes. so, so the Transylvanians have been knocked out by the italians and they want their revenge we'll just put it that way oh they're my favorites they waldorf and statler they're waiting yeah. the entire movie and they're very much like i want to suck your blood kind of vampires like italians I, are the worst and what i've realized is the little blonde uh, one the albino one is the guy who plays stucky and law and order svu who kills <laughs> The hot tech. Oh, Stucky! When he was, he's like, he's like the like in uh, the medical examiner for like yeah. three minutes. Yes, that's a, that's a good episode. Yeah, good episode. Yeah, and then the, he kills one. the short little uh, hot med tech. 
Maybe we can maybe we can do a combo of SVU and the second half of the episode is Kate's dating advice. You guys would not oh. be ready for the SVU. <laughs> I've seen all of them multiple times. I watch SVU constantly, Kate. This is why we get along so well. How many? So I was actually thinking about this when I was driving, not paying attention to traffic. How many times have I seen, on average, each SVU SUV SVU? I'm hungover. SVU episode, and I think a conservative estimate for me would be seven. Seven each one. Yeah, I I I, I, I would say three. At least. Kate, like, part of me never wants you to come to my neighborhood because you would be like, oh, that's where this person got murdered. That's where that person got murdered. <laughs> All, like, the park murders, they shoot in, like, the park across the street from me. Oh, I'm so jealous. They sh- At least three or four times a year. They, Is there like, tons those... of, like, Greek coffee cups just, like, on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a... That's a like... New York joke for everybody else who doesn't know. Sorry. Yes, and for Kate, because she... She knows that there's like a blue Greek yeah, coffee cup. Very in common in SVU. Yeah. But we have a, like, this is the one part of Manhattan that wasn't leveled. So it has very, um, a lot of, a lot of hills in the park, a lot of stuff like that. And a lot of like. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've just rewatched like two seasons in the past week. It's, yeah, there's been a lot of bodies found in that hill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Behind, yeah. behind the hill. Yeah, in the like grass. in the woods, stuff like that. Like, no, that's yeah, that's the park I'm across the street from. So, <laughs> and regardless, regardless, Joe, I was kind of cutting you off for another point you were going to make. Do you remember what it was? Yes. How did Jasper just become a boss in this movie out of nowhere? Let's They're talk like, Jasper. Hey, he like he hasn't done dick all forever. All he does is like freak out when Bella bleeds a little bit. Cool, whatever. And then all of a sudden, Jasper now is like. They're like, you know who we need right now? Fucking Jasper. And I was not ready for that. So, Joe, every vampire will get their little backstory, get their little moment. Do we care? We'll see, right? Like, as we go along. But we get two in here. Rosalie, which I know, I'm sure, Kate, you want to talk about. I but love her. let's go to Jasper first. Jasper, he is Alice's partner, husband. How do we? Lover. Our, lover. Just, just lover, yeah. lover. <laughs> we learn his backstory because he was a trainer of what are they called again? The, Newborn. the new, newborns. 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 I was going to say younglings. Star Wars. <laughs> Young bloods <laughs> of newborns, right? And and we see his backstory. So the first time I watched these movies for the podcast, I was like, "He's a confederate? What?" And they try to like sympathize with that. Yeah, yeah. So we get a little confederate backstory. And um, guys, I want you to check out the Zoom chat. Because, Kate, I know you know this person online because you've shown me some stuff from this person. I'm sending you the link. Check your Zoom chat. I'm because opening. this glorious moment was depicted in a custom figurine. I love custom figurines, you guys. Sasha's oh, custom. You know, you know what? <laughs> Not to spoil anything, but Ooh. I almost picked this for the eBay game. <laughs> it's a little too expensive. Not this specific oh, one. Oh, is this Another- December Diamonds? Uh, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I love how you know. Open the fucking link, cat. God damn it. <laughs> I'm looking at it. It looks like a December diamond, only he's not a merman. Oh, okay. Oh, that's your merman thing. Oh, my God. I love your merman collection. We'll get into it another time. We have to do a mermaid film so you can share it with us. But it's like, yes, I thought that, Kate. It's in that vein. It's like a, a Confederate Jasper next to a horse that you can buy. <laughs> it's awesome. I would be, I, I, Joe, I will, I will display a lot of things in my home, but I do draw the line at Confederate Jasper. 
That makes sense. I get it. A band's got to have a code. Yeah. So Jasper is or was a Confederate, uh, Confederate soldier. Some women seduced him, and he did their bidding for a while, and. Then, you know, that's how he trained so many of the young vampires. Uh, so, Joe, what are your thoughts here on, on Jasper's Confederacy and everything else that goes along with it? I mean, I, I kind of like it in the sense that, like, oh, that's like a cool twist. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't like a Union soldier. He was a Confederate soldier. So I was like, oh, that's actually an interesting play to write him like that. She obviously doesn't do anything good with that, but it, it could be interesting. And I, I kind of felt bad for him that he was just like, you know, at the doing the bidding of these hot, sexy vampires that like just accosted him. And, you know, I did sympathize a bit with him, not with his Confederacy, because we are anti-Confederate on this podcast. But yes. <laughs> that is the one uh, hill we die on, the anti-Confederacy. Literally. And we'll do it outside yes. of your apartment because there's a hill. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, sorry. I'm looking at the other uh, things this lady has prepared. She has a a Alice and Jasper, where like Alice is like holding him from behind, like in modern day. I love oh. that. No, that's from that film shoot that every a film shoot photo shoot that I I didn't realize at the time, but I saw them talking about it yesterday on Twitter, and people were like, "Daddy, that's my sexuality." <laughs> I know the exact photo shoot you're talking about, Kate. Like, because I was looking it up today. Like, it's hilarious, and it's great, and and these are all customs, because, like, NECA, which is like a toy company, actually made Twilight figures, and they're, they're like collector's items, but not of every moment, but we need every moment. Kate, you pressured me to get an every moment scene depicted in my home, so we'll get there Precious a moments? <laughs> what if there was uh, precious moments of Twilight? I no! Like, the big heads. I'm really <laughs> excited to give Joe what I found for him, because I went deep on um, Etsy. In the past month, I saw some weird shit for Twilight, you guys. <laughs> Joe, 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 I cannot wait. We'll get, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. But oh man, I can't wait. <laughs> okay. Joe, Jasper, any more, any more comments, any more moments? No, I want to go through all of the great Taylor Lautners in this movie. Ooh, excellent character. Rachel described it. I don't know if Kate agrees or not, but she said there is, there's moments in this book where she saw that you could be team jacob this is the book that like at some points you could be team jacob she understood that there might be this feeling but only here right like she's like you know clearly it's it's always it's always been edward brian it's always been <laughs> edward <laughs> like you know what i mean but but like there's some jacob moments and like he just has some fucking great ones this whole movie so I understood, like you, you, I know that you said that you, you maybe thought possibly Team Jacob at one not point. Not at this point, Joe. I was so not Team Jacob because acting wise, <laughs> Taylor Lautner, Taylor Lautner, the he's way the weakest he, link, the way he's acting, weak or whatever. It's a style. I'll be nice. It's a style. The style he's acting he might have been told to do this. I agree. Compared to Ed, no. Compared to Edward's <laughs> style, like when they have scenes together, they're acting in two different movies. I can't sleep with all that teeth chattering going on. Forget it. She may need her toes someday. And let's face it, 
Freezing, Bella. Relax. You'll warm up soon. Faster if you took your clothes off. Jake. Survival 101. Because Edward is understated, kind of, kind of. Yes. He's brooding, but he's like... He's fi- it's fire and ice. They did that on purpose. But you, you have to have fire and ice that it would exist in the same world. No two people would have a conversation like that intensity wise you know what i mean like naturally as human beings we match intensity in conversation yes we yes. do that's just natural and it's just like edward's like you know you can't be with her i should be with her blah, blah, blah. Like, no i'm the one who's meant to be with her like, <laughs> like, <laughs> i i agree it looks like the scenes were shot with them separated they probably were <laughs> that's why all the face magic is there so I thought that was a pretty good place to stop. Wow, that was a blast. That was so much fun. But I'm telling you, Kate Hudson, Joe 2, things get even more fun on part two of this Twilight Eclipse Second Life Twilight Forever episode. Because we play the games. I love when we play the games, the Twitter game. You find out what Joe 2 is going to make Kate Hudson buy this week. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> like I said, I cannot wait. I hope you can't either. That's Friday. Same Cage Club network. Same Cage Club time. Sometime on Friday. It's going to be a blast. A lot of uh, things working in the background of the show. A lot of things planned. We've teased some of them during these episodes. But I don't know. It's going to be really, really fun. It's going to be a fun senior year. But I don't want to get too into it. You know, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Because we got to enjoy this summer. And I really, really hope you're still enjoying your summer. Oh, one more thing. Thank you, everyone, who sent me things about he's all that. The she's all that gender swap thing. I didn't see it yet. We're definitely going to cover it here. So stay posted for that. That's going to be fun. Please let me know, though, if you haven't already, what you think of the movie. Social media. Remember, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, High School Slumber Party. DM me, comment, however you want to comment. I'm good with that. And you know what? Let's let's take it away with another song off the Twilight soundtrack. The Twilight Eclipse soundtrack. How about Beck and Bat for Lashes, Let's Get Lost? I think the first concert I ever saw, which was in high school, was a Beck concert. I like Bat for Lashes. I don't really know the song. But let's play it anyway. And one more thing, guys. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop to look around once in a while, you could miss it. See you on Friday for more Twilight. Monday we'll have something else. Have a good Labor Day weekend, but I'll wish you that on Friday. Later, dudes. Go!
still here? It's over. Go home. Go.